So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. How you doing? This is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation. I got an in-studio guest. Good friend. Met him in the lobby a couple of months ago. I said, hey, I want to have you on my show. And he's showing up looking really snazzy with his Chick-fil-A button on and that Chick-fil-A red, which I know very familiar. I'm very familiar with because guess what? I have the app. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> my next guest beginning his leadership journey as a chicken farmer. Attended the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, served as an Army Ranger instructor and a college pastor. But none of this adequately prepared him for the challenge of leading a team of 100 young adults when he became a Chick-fil-A franchisee in 2008. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation the author of Leader Farming, Zach Thomas. It's an honor and a pleasure. I appreciate it. I wanted everybody to hear your background because I thought it was important when I read the book for people to know why you were a certain way and why you realized you had to change. Because, you know, when you go into Chick-fil-A, and I go in a lot. Yes, sir. And I, it's, it's always crowded. And that's a good thing. That means you're, you're, you're into a franchise that generates uh, traffic. Mm-hmm. But it also means that what happens behind the counter also is a major reason for the success story behind the Chick-fil-A. Yes, sir. Uh, before we get started in detail, I want everybody to know this, that this book, what I like, is really a book about employing millennials and centennials. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what a millennial is, as a person born between 1979 and 1996, my daughter, she's a centennial because she was born in 1987. <laughs> so so you write in line. You're talking to my daughter right now. Yes, and so and you're Gen X, which is born uh, 69 to 78. So I wanted to put all that in because that's that's important in the book to know that. Here's a guy, you was a, you was a uh, individual who had this military changing, conservative type tones in your lifestyle, coming in, these these young people mm-hmm. that said you're hired, but they already think they could take your job. Absolutely. Tell us, walk <laughs> us through those steps, Zach. Yes, sir. Well, so again, like you mentioned, I came from a military background, and um, my leadership style was, you know, you just make people do push-ups until their arms fall off or, or cry for their mother, you know. And, and so just creating that, that fear in them. Um, and, and unfortunately, that, that didn't work very well with millennials and centennials. Um, you know, why, and, why, and, why? Let's say why. Well, you know, so, so I'll tell you about a little bit about the transition. Yes, so I, I explain it like a pendulum effect. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was all the way over to the far left, you mm-hmm. know, with my leadership style. Mm-hmm. And uh, and fear based uh, fear based leadership, mm-hmm. and then when I, I came off active duty into the army, um, was planning on going back in the army as a chaplain. Went mm-hmm. into a pastor mm-hmm. uh, as a college and singles pastor, and I, I shifted all the way over to the far right, and I became this 
somewhat passive leader. Mm-hmm. And then when I came on board, because I was, I was just, I didn't want to be that guy anymore. I mm-hmm. didn't want to be that person that just, you know, put the fear of God figuratively in, in people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I, I shifted a hard, hard right. And, um, and I began to, um, to just really adopt a philosophy. If you just love everybody enough, they'll do the right thing. Right. Well, when I came on board with Chick-fil-A, that didn't go over very well either. What do you mean it didn't go over? This is nothing negative. We're talking about management styles. We're talking about motivating young minds that dominate their workforce. Yes, sir. And also dominating the workforce moving forward. Yes, sir. And so with that being said, we're talking about millennials and we're talking mm-hmm. about centennials. And we're talking millennials really get bashed a lot. Yes, sir. There's a lot of negative you know, they, 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 how do you motivate their minds? You know, they have this entrepreneurship spirit. They, they want to run the company before they work for the company. <laughs> they don't even foresee the whole aspect of retirement is not even part of their mantra. They definitely, because you mentioned that uh, the idea of a, working for a company for 30 years is a, is a thing a, of the past. Thing of the past. Right. Because they're willing to move around. With that type of approach, what was the light bulb? What was the light bulb, Zach? Well, honestly, I got hit by a car. I saw that. Um, I read that. Like walking across the <laughs> yeah, street. <laughs> I did. Uh, so, and not that you know everybody has to get hit by a car, but I was pretty stubborn. <laughs> I don't want to get hit by a car. <laughs> so I was pedestrian, walking across the street, got hit by a car, and and um, spent a lot of time just thinking about my mm-hmm. leadership style mm-hmm. and, and how I was leading people. And mm-hmm. you know, for me, again, I'd I'd been on both ends of the extreme mm-hmm. and found that neither one was working very well. Mm-hmm. And you know, some days I would come in and and I would be you know like Doctor Jack. Mr. Hyde. They didn't know which Zach they were going to get today. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was just knee jerking in my leadership style back and forth. And I had to be consistent. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, millennials are really looking for someone that's authentic, someone right. that's consistent, mm-hmm. someone that is who they say they are and they'll do what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, not leading out of fear, mm-hmm. but also giving them some structure because I think that what we're dealing with with millennials is a lot of failed parenting strategies, unfortunately. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been coddled um, and, and they get a trophy like for just showing up. Parents. Helicopter parents. <laughs> you know, now it's more like the Apache helicopter parent. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Swoop in and yeah. take them away. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, so just, just that uh, learning how to, to really help them grow up Mm-hmm. Uh, in some of the places where their parents failed yeah. to help them grow up. The thing about it is that I, when I was reading the book that you wrote uh, called Leader Farming, it's by Zach Thomas, uh, you're a Chick-fil-A franchise, franchisee, yes, sir. and uh, you built that model uh, yes, while you were there. Uh, you, basically, you built on a successful model mm-hmm. by the fact that you're saying, look, if you're going to hire these, entre- these, entre- these young people with this entrepreneurship mm-hmm. mentality, which are centennials and millennials, right. how do you communicate? Because you talked about you went into that with your traditional way. If, you, if somebody didn't work out, you fired them. Right. And you hired somebody else. But then your work staff saw that's how you treated right. people. Right. That didn't, that didn't match your mentality or right. didn't match your work plan. And that was important for you to have that you saw that the light. That's, these are the light bulbs I'm talking about mm-hmm. because I was that type of guy. And I and I would tell you this is that when, when I made that shift, it was when I, I when my life became comfortable. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you you operate out of fear or that control and mm-hmm. command philosophy that you talked about when you don't trust mm-hmm. the environment that you're in. Yes, am, am I correct? Yes, in sir. Saying that? Absolutely. Okay. And yes, what sir. did you trust? What well, was it about you or the environment? Well, you know, I think a lot of what uh, the reason why people lead a certain way is one, it's for their own insecurities. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And 
I think also they want to try to control things, but mm-hmm. it's really kind of a myth of control. Mm-hmm. And so what I realized somewhere along the way was that, like you said, the millennials are very entrepreneurial in their, mm-hmm. in their spirit. Mm-hmm. And so if I create this kind of a brand within a brand yes, sir. that says, I'm about helping you grow and become the best version of yourself. Right. And so, you know, the, 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 the small statement that I use to just kind of describe my, my leadership philosophy now is I say some people grow potatoes, some farmers grow <laughs> corn, I grow leaders. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And so it attracts talent. Right. And, you know, we're, we're in an incredible what we call war for talent right now, mm-hmm. and we're all competing for, for great talent uh, and trying to get millennials to, to stick around and, and, um, and actually serve in our organizations. But I think it's very counterintuitive, but what I've decided to do is em- embrace this idea of turnover. Just mm-hmm. to say, you know, I want to help you for a season, mm-hmm. you know, and if mm-hmm. that's six mm-hmm. months or two years or mm-hmm. whatever, I'm going to embrace this and I'm going to help you get to where you want to be in life. Mm-hmm. And then they in turn actually leave a trail of high performance in my organization. We know it's really interesting you say that because uh, I've always had that philosophy. I always tell people, uh, don't expect to get rich with me. Mm-hmm. I want to prepare you for your next career. And you take the tools. And a lot of times they didn't get it. Mm-hmm. They didn't see the value of what I was putting in place. And now I get phone calls Thank you. I understand now. Yes, sir. I see what you're trying to accomplish in my life. So you're saying that you work for Chick-fil-A, but you look at that, that's not the goal in our relationship. Our relationship is to take the values that I'm teaching you here mm-hmm. and use them someplace else. If you happen to become a franchisee, which has happened right. under your leadership, absolutely. that's awesome. That's a, that's the double blessing. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, take these tools. What are some of the if here's some of the tools that you say they, they that you give them to walk away with? What are some of the tools? So one is is really helping them adopt a similar leadership philosophy that I yes, have, sir. helping them see that you don't have to lead out of fear, mm-hmm. um, but you actually have to hold people accountable. You can't just be a passive leader either. Mm-hmm. And so helping them find you know the the actual middle ground of leadership to where they can actually love people. Right. But sometimes you may just have to put your arm around them and say, I love you. I right. care about you, but mm-hmm. you can't work here anymore. Right. And here's, and here's why. <laughs> I've you said know? that. I've absolutely. said that. Yeah. Eased them out the door yeah. with love. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because a lot and of people so. do just jobs for the, for the check. Yeah, and that's sure. the worst employee to have. It's just coming to work to pay for the rent. You have to have employees of people who believe in your brand, people who champion your cause. And that's what I took away from your book. You're about creating people who, when they walk to work, when they come to work, they're thinking about what they're going to do to make their day, their employer better, to mm-hmm. make the environment better. And that's the philosophy I took away from your book. You're encouraging genuine enthusiasm yes, for the work environment. Yes, and that's really important. That was, And I want the people to understand that when I read the book, you know, uh, I want to Definitely bring out the young man that wrote the book with you. He's a millennial. He is. Uh, yeah. Mr. Stomp. I'm call him Mr. Stomp. So why did you choose him? So Jared uh, was a publisher. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were in the process of negotiating the book contract. Uh-huh. And there's, you know, one price if if he helps you write the right. book. And then there's one <laughs> price. And so that's really kind of how it started. But mm-hmm. then we realized along the way, like, he's a millennial. And right. he thinks this way. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to really kind of go mm-hmm. back and forth a little bit uh-huh. uh, through the content. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm actually hiring these folks. Um, and and now really you know hiring centennials, but we're just on the on the beginning of that. Right. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was just a great mix for him to actually add value into the book. So you took some away from him, and he took some away from you, and Absolutely. you had a middle ground. Absolutely. And the number one goal was to give us a a, a learning a, a tool. 
to yes, be able sir. to communicate with a with a with a with a group out there that says uh, that's misunderstood. Yes, I have to say it because I, you know, I always tell people, you know, when I was growing up, I'm pretty sure people thought I was misunderstood. I was too aggressive, but each generation has their own. But you have to admit that you can only be successful if you change, and that's what this book is about. Absolutely, leadership has to see. There's necessary change for different people that you're working with. In other words, you shape the opportunity individually, not as a group, correct? Yes, sir. Absolutely. So breaking it down, you know, we talk about farming in the book, mm-hmm. F-A-R-M. So freedom leading is just mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. middle ground of leadership, not mm-hmm. being command and control and not mm-hmm. being passive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the A is for uh, uh, acknowledging the seasons and embracing turnover. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's this idea of embracing turnover, acknowledging that some people will be with me for a season. Mm-hmm. And some people will will stay with me longer, and but just acknowledging that and accepting that, um, taking risk. You know, hiring millennials is actually taking a risk sometimes. You know, you're actually sticking your neck out there and saying, "Well, I, I think that it's, it's just hiring anybody." Yeah, you know, it is. I think, but I think that because of the fact that you've chosen and understood that these are different thinkers. Absolutely. That's a very important. I know we only have you for one break today. Uh, I, I want to bring you back next month one yes, uh, for two breaks because I really feel is important because I broadcast on HBCU campuses throughout yes, the country on Sirius uh, Channel 142. They need to hear and understand that there's a plan and the more people to understand that the leader farming, which you can get on Amazon, yes, type sir. in leader farming, Zach Thomas, you're amazing. Uh, you look yes, good in your Thanks, Chick-fil-A. Sir. And um, can you come back next month? Would love to. Two breaks? Yes, sir. Thank That'd you. Be great. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great. They sound great, too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.